Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This is the episode you've all been waiting for. <laughs> a bit nervous to do this one, to be honest. Welcome back to the King of Hearts podcast by me, Kiara King. And um, today is going to be probably one of the biggest episodes. I mean, we're on episode two now, but I thought we'd go in strong. <sighs> this episode has been my, highly my, my highest requested question. And I feel like now that I have the space to actually talk about it instead of on a 20 second TikTok or an Instagram reel or a story, I can actually finally sit here and tell you my story and how to get through heartbreak and how I got through my heartbreak. So how did I get through my heartbreak? Oh my God. <laughs> it's been a freaking roller coaster. Like, let me tell you. God, heartbreak is probably one of the like hardest and worst emotions anyone can go through. And I honestly wouldn't wish it on my enemy. Heartbreak is like dying, honestly. It feels like you're dying. You're, you can't see the light, you can't see hope, you can't see yourself ever loving again. You feel like someone's died and you've also died. And I kind of agree with that. Like part of me died with my heartbreak. It's like a caterpillar shedding its skin. Like you literally die, but don't wanna sound cliche, but from that death, I was reborn into a much more confident woman, a much more successful woman, a much more independent woman. I believe in myself more because I went so low that I was only forced by myself to pick myself up again and get on with my life and get through it. Because at the end of the day, that heartbreak's not gonna, it's not gonna define you and it's not gonna, it's also not gonna be around forever. Everything in life is temporary. And I remember this quote that my friend told me when I was like in love, just enjoy it while it lasts because it's not gonna last forever. And I was like, what do you mean? Like that's so horrible to say, but it's true. Nothing in life lasts forever, the good and the bad. Love can last forever, that's true. But you know, your first love, 
Some people are really lucky. They get to stay with their first love for the rest of their life. But on the most part, most of us don't get to be with their first love for a very good reason, because they're probably not meant for you. It's just your first experience of love. And it's part of life. That heartbreak will shape you and it will make you the person that you are today. And in a way, I'm so freaking grateful that I got heartbroken to the point of like no return. It was hard. It was really freaking hard. And I'm saying this now being in a, my current relationship and that's not to undermine my current relationship. If it wasn't for my previous relationships and for my heartbreak, I would not be with my boyfriend right now because I needed to go through that heartbreak and I needed to go in that toxic relationship in order to come out the other side and actually value myself so that I accept better treatment, which is what my boyfriend currently gives me. A lot of you might say like, oh, why are you talking about your ex? And why are you talking about heartbreak when you're in a new relationship? Well, actually, I wouldn't be in this relationship if it wasn't for that. Like you are your history. You are everything and every day before you because that is what made me who I am. And like, I don't think my boyfriend would love me for who I am if I didn't go through what I went through. And I wouldn't love him for who he is for what he went through. He's also been through heartbreak. We all have a past and like, we can't deny that either. And I think it's silly to just ignore the fact that you have a past. And like, if you ever in a relationship right now, by the way, and your boyfriend or situationship is like, I don't wanna know about your ex-boyfriend. I don't wanna know about your heartbreak. I don't want you to bring it up. It's like, who are we, who are we kidding here? Everyone has a past, you know? Don't try and ignore it, embrace it and embrace the dark side, embrace the shadows. Talk about it, talk about it with your partner. I think talking about your past relationships actually can be really healthy. Obviously not comparing, but like learning and growing from them is such an important thing for your new relationship. And I think ignoring the past can sometimes be even worse. Anyway, let's move into it. How to heal through heartbreak. And I'm gonna show you how I healed through heartbreak, obviously, no relationship and no heartbreak is the same. Everyone handles it differently. I handled it really badly, <laughs> like really badly. And I probably made all the mistakes. And sometimes that's okay. And I'm gonna tell you that in, in a bit that it's okay to make mistakes, it's fine, okay? Number one, if you're heartbroken right now and you've just been broken up with, and this is very fresh, and this is the stage that you're in at now, feel it. Feel it with all of your heart and soul. And it's gonna fucking hurt like hell. It's gonna hurt. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, it's gonna be easy, it's gonna be fine. It's not. It's gonna be really hard, especially if it's your first heartbreak, because your first heartbreak is the worst. You know? They say you can never compare your first love and your first heartbreak because they're just like the first experiences of anything. They're the first experiences of love and they're the first experiences of pain. You know, you can never go back to that. Like no heartbreak is gonna be as difficult as the first. So if this is your first heartbreak, feel it. Don't ignore it. Don't numb it out. Don't go out. Don't go drinking. Obviously go out and like socialize. Don't sit like a hermit in your room. But also it's okay to sit like a hermit in your room and feel the pain and cry and write it down and journal and call your mom or your dad or your best friend and just cry. Don't sit there on your own. Maybe sit there on your own, but I don't recommend it. Cry to someone else. If you do have the luxury of getting therapy, maybe speak to someone that is outside of your circle. I definitely did because I couldn't handle it. It was like going through hell. Like I literally 
when I went through heartbreak in like those emotions around March, 2022. I mean, we'd kind of been on and off for like two years. So I kind of went through heartbreak several times, but the real time where we knew it was over, it was like death. I felt like I was dying. I couldn't eat, I couldn't sleep, I couldn't do anything. I, I didn't want to answer my phone. My parents were really worried about me. My friends were really worried about me. I was losing weight. I just, I didn't have any appetite for anything. I didn't have any appetite for life. I was just like, this was the person I wanted to be with the rest of my life, which is like absolute bullshit now thinking about it. So just like hold in there because it does get better. But yeah, I was like in really like, it, it was dark. It was dark and it will be dark for you unless it's not, but usually it is. And don't shy away from those emotions. You know, you need to go through the dark in order to see the light again. You can't just like walk away from it and be like, I don't want to feel this because it's going to come. And trust me, that's what I did. Okay. This is the mistake I did. I ignored it. I ignored my heartbreak for about a few months and I got a rebound. I went through the rebound phase and boy, do I not recommend it, okay? If you're in this phase, which is phase number two, once you've gone through the like pain of it and the numbness of it and whatever, please, number one, don't go back to your ex. Do not go back. If you go back, forgive yourself. I forgave myself. I went back several times, okay? I'm, I'm not gonna shame myself here. I'm not gonna feel bad because we're all human, okay? And we make mistakes. But going back to your ex is a mistake. So if you think about doing it, maybe don't think about doing it anymore. It's gonna hurt even more when you go back because you're gonna be reliving those emotions again. How many more times do you wanna repeat the cycle? Two years, three years, four years, five years, wasting your life on your ex? An ex is an ex for a reason, okay? Why did you break up? You need to write it down because when you're feeling low and when you feel like picking up the phone to your ex, hey, what are you doing tonight? Go back to that list and remind yourself why you broke up. Listen very carefully. If you go back to your ex, also forgive yourself. Don't feel so guilty. It's fine. I did it about three or four times. It's not the best, but one day, I learned and I also read this quote, which is our controversial quote of the week, may I say. You can reread the same story twice, but the ending will never change. Let's just sit with that for a moment. You can reread the same story twice, but the ending will never change. This isn't about stories, by the way. This is about your ex, darling. I, with my ex, and I've seen it with my friends as well, going back to the ex, thinking it's gonna change, thinking you're gonna fix them, thinking everything's gonna be better this time. And I convinced myself, I was stupid enough to convince myself, it's gonna be different this time. He's changed this time. No, he hasn't. He's not changed, baby girl. And he won't change. So do you wanna waste more time? Or do you wanna actually deal with the emotions and move on from this guy? Okay. So that's what I had to learn. I had to learn that I couldn't, that, that my ending wasn't gonna change. My ending was always gonna be the same and we were, keep on, we were gonna keep on breaking up because essentially we weren't made for each other. You know, it was so toxic. It was so, oh, it was just games. And it was just like, of course there was love there, but was it love or was it just a game? That's another thing. Like. 
Did I really love that person? Sure, I had love for him. But was I really in love with him or was I in love with the game? Was I in love with the chase? Was I attached to the addictiveness of that relationship? And you have to think that as well. Are you actually in love with your ex? Are you in love with this person? Or are you obsessed? You know, you're not actually in love with him. You're you're attached to him. That's very two, two very different things. And we seem to think that they're both the same thing. I thought love and attachment were the same thing, but actually, no, I was really attached to my ex because it was so up and down and I was so addicted to the highs and lows because it's like a drug. It's toxic and it's like a drug. And that's why they're the most addictive because they're like this. You get withdrawals and then you go back and then you get withdrawals and then you go back. You know, and also another thing, like going back to your ex, you hope that it's gonna be the same as it was before, but it's never gonna be the same because all this shit has happened. And at the end of the day, you're not gonna be able to forget what he did to you. You're never gonna be, you're never gonna forget the things that he said to you. Those are still gonna be there and they're gonna come out the woodwork when you have an argument and that's gonna be end of that again. So just try not to go back to your ex, whatever you do, block them. If that is really what needs to happen, that's what happened to me, it got so bad. It was like block, delete, goodbye. That's how bad it got with my relationship. Got to the point of blocking each other. And you don't wanna to get to that point because it's not nice. A whole relationship just being flown out the window with just blocking them. But if that's really how, you know, how it needs to go to like end the toxicity, then that's how it needs to be for you to move on. But really, if you have to block them, delete their number, delete the pictures, delete any notes or whatsoever, anything that reminds you of them, just delete, delete the music. Okay, that's another one. Delete those stupid playlists that you had together, okay? I would keep on listening to that freaking shared playlist that we had on Spotify. Was that helping me get over it? Absolutely not. Was that helping me get in my feels? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, that's great, but that's not gonna help you move on. It's just gonna remind you of all the good times. Okay, baby girl, please stop it. Stop it, delete that playlist right now. If you're listening to this right now, delete that shared playlist and delete the pictures. We're just gonna take a pause there and we'll be back after this break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Bonjour, mes amis. In the heart of your busy day, find a moment of peace and pleasure at La Madeleine. Imagine a cozy corner of France just for you. Whether you choose to relax by the warm glow of the fireplace or indulge in the art of French conversation on the patio, La Madeleine offers the perfect escape. And now, for a limited time, enjoy La Madeleine's Douai Magnifique for just $9.99. That's a melted-to-perfect four-cheese grilled cheese sandwich paired with a cup of their famous tomato basil soup. It's the quintessential pairing, just right for the season. At La Madeleine, they cherish the French tradition of fresh cuisine, crafted with ingredients and recipes that have been lovingly passed down through generations. It's not just a meal, it's an experience. A little piece of France you can call your own. Find your local La Madeleine at lamadeleine.com. Escape the ordinary. Savor the Douai Magnifique. Visit lamadeleine.com today. Bon appétit. What's the easiest choice you can make? 
window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Now, that you're not going back to the ex. You finally cut off the ex. The ex is finally gone into the abyss of never to be found again. Cry. 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 Here. I'll give you a box of tissues. You're going to need this. You're going to need a few of these. You've got to cry. Just really, for me, be sad for a bit. Because when you've gone through something that heartbreaking and you're not crying, you're not processing the emotions and it's really important that you process the emotions to then put them to bed. This needs to be processed. And that's something that I really, really ran away from was actually processing the emotions that I'm not gonna be with this person again. And that relationship is over. It was really hard for me to deal with. So what did I do? And what do I recommend that you do not do is running away, going out, drinking, just losing yourself because you're just running away from it. Try not to do that. Like if you can, just please try not to do that. Like from one person to another, it's only gonna delay the process of healing. And the other one is rebound. No rebounds, please. We don't want any rebounds. And I'm pretty sure that rebound looks exactly like your ex. Because I had the same problem. My ex was French. Who did I rebound to? Another French man. Will I make that mistake again? Absolutely not. I had to go to therapy for that. So that's how I got out of that one. French guys just aren't for me anymore. I've had to deal with that. But just don't go back to the same guy with the same hair, with the same color looking eyes, because you're always gonna look for the same, you're basically just looking for your ex and someone else. Don't do it to yourself, babes. Cause you're only just gonna be thinking about them every time you're with your rebound and it's gonna make you feel even worse. And then you're gonna wanna go back with your ex cause that's what happened to me. And then you're gonna just question your whole life decisions again. So just get the rebound out of there if you can. Don't go back to the rebound, okay? Let's just move on from that. No more rebounds. And if you do get a rebound, again, try and forgive yourself. No one's perfect. I mean, I had a rebound and no one's perfect. I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. Moving on. Okay. No rebounds, please. Um, and then cry again. You know, you've got to cry. It's going to be difficult, guys. It's going to be difficult. You will be crying a lot. And if you're not a crier, be prepared to cry. And if you're... I don't know, maybe punch something. You, you know, if you're not a cry, just punch something. Do something that gets that emotion out of you. Because if you don't get that emotion out of you, it's going to stay in there and it's going to fester. 
and it's going to be harder to get that out of you. So the quicker you get it out of your body, the better for you to heal. And I'm really telling you that because it took me a long time to heal from my ex. Right, now that you've cried, now that you've got the rebound out the way, now if you get a rebound, don't get a rebound. I'm watching you. Okay. Now that you've gotten the blocking of the ex, he's gone, everyone's gone, you're feeling sad, you felt sad, you've cried, you've been alone, you've listened to that sad playlist of yours, you've watched all the sad movies. Now, we're not getting into a new relationship. We're not dating, by the way. We're not at that stage yet. Now it's time to level up. And what I mean by leveling up is you need to raise your vibration. And I know this is woo-woo land kind of talk. But what I mean is, okay, this is how you're feeling right now. You're feeling low. You're feeling a little bit shitty. You're feeling like the world is ending. Okay, if you start dating here, not only are you going to attract someone like your ex because you still haven't done the work on yourself, but you're also not gonna meet someone that's happy either. You're gonna be attracting someone who's depressed as you. Like I was, I also made the mistake of dating too early on after, you know, healing from my heartbreak and ended up attracting the same kind of person as my ex because I didn't do the work on myself. I thought I was ready to date again and I actually wasn't. So this is the time for you, if you're at this stage right now in your heartbreak, to work on yourself. What you have to do is focus on things that make you happy. You, what makes you happy? Well, what makes me happy is doing yoga. What makes me happy is meditating, for example. I know that's not for everyone. I know it's like, you know, like, oh, I don't wanna meditate, it's so cringe. Okay, I get it. But that's what makes me happy. What makes you happy? Maybe going horse riding, maybe swimming, maybe doing more cooking. Cooking is so good for the soul. Doing things that make you more present and stop you from being in your head. Just try and be in the present doing things, maybe pottery, maybe hanging out with your friends. Try not to drink and go out by the way, because that's also kind of self-destructive. That's not what I mean by do things that make you happy because really and essentially going out and drinking with your friends is not gonna make you happy in the long term. Alcohol is a depressant. So just bear that in mind. Go out with your friends, but maybe try not to drink for a few months or like keep it on keep it on the low, like try not to drink every day, maybe like once a month or like once every two weeks. I don't know what your habits like. Try and do what makes you what makes you really, really happy. Find new hobbies and you know, you see this in every book, like, do what makes you happy. Like it's so cringe. But it works. You know, like for me, honestly, what was making me happy was actually putting my time and energy into my career, into my TikTok, making TikToks, like doing something for myself. Like I really enjoy making TikToks. It actually makes me really happy. Like I really enjoy it. I like going out and taking cute pics with the girls. Like that I actually really enjoy. Go out and take some cute pics or revenge pics or whatever you want. Go and take, do a revenge photo shoot. How about that? Maybe try not to think about your ex too much in that. Do it for yourself, okay? You want to look hot for you. Go out for dinner on your own. Challenge yourself. Try and like do things that make you slightly uncomfortable, but that like going to the gym. If you hate going to the gym, try going to the gym. Doing all these things is going to make you so much more confident in yourself. You're going to learn new skills, new hobbies. And that hole that's in your heart right now is going to slowly be filled up by yourself, by your own love. And you're going to get to the point when you're not gonna need anyone to validate you, you're not gonna need attention from another guy or girl or whatever. All you're gonna need is yourself. 
and you're going to be happy with yourself. This is the point where I got to last year. I was not feeling great. I was super burnt out with work. That's another thing. Like, don't get too distracted to the point where you lose yourself because I lost myself in my work when I was heartbroken too. And that's also not good. Like, don't try and lose yourself because that's also a form of distraction. So I actually went to Mexico on a meditation retreat for 10 days and I didn't even take my phone. I left my phone in the UK. And uh, I went to Mexico without a phone on my own for 10 days and I went on this meditation retreat. And it honestly changed my life. I did this Temascal ceremony, which is a ceremony where you're, you're literally locked in a, it's like an oven, like a kiln. And you sit inside with a shaman and you meditate there for three hours. And I couldn't stop crying. I was crying and crying and crying. Clearly there was like this stuck emotion in me that I hadn't yet let go of. And that heartbreak from my ex was still there. And I know this sounds so weird and I'd like to do like a whole episode about this retreat because I, it literally changed my mindset. It changed the way that I thought and the way that I think now. I literally gave birth in that kill. I know it sounds crazy, okay? I know it sounds crazy. Don't judge me. I won't judge you. But I felt like I was energetically giving birth and letting go through my pelvis. Like I know it sounds really weird. Like I was literally releasing this like bad energy from me. Like this like toxic self-esteem, like low self-esteem from me. And after that Temascal ceremony, I was like a changed person. Like, read it up, it's called Temascal. They do it in Mexico, it's like a really, really old, old ritual. And it's like, no drugs, no nothing. It's like all very sober, we're all just meditating, okay? It's not, it's not like ayahuasca. And I realized my worth. And honey, when you realize your worth, this is when your life changes when you realize how amazing you are and how much you deserve better and how you don't need anyone to fill your cup by yourself. And this is what happened to me. I kept saying these mantras to myself. I am love, I am light, I am whole, I am complete. And I said those mantras every day for about a month or two. And I was meditating quite a lot then, like 10 minutes a day, it's not that much, but it was a lot because I wasn't really doing anything before. But that 10 minutes a day of mantras and like just positive self-talk of like, my cup is full. I fill myself with my own love and I don't need anyone else to fill my love except myself. And once I got to that point, I was so happy because I let go of the expectation of someone else filling my cup for me and another guy filling my cup for me and this like external validation. I was like, I love myself so much now after doing that retreat and you don't have to go on a retreat to realize this like just doing the work on yourself to realize like I am worthy I am enough I love myself and I know it's also cliche to say if you don't love yourself no one will love you it's true I didn't love myself and I was attracting absolute shitheads and then I started to love myself and actually started to know my worth and it's funny what happens when you raise your vibration and you raise your energy and you raise it to this point, because this is where I was. I was like an empty vessel, you know? And I was constantly 
you know, wanting validation externally from myself, even with work, like likes, videos, views and all that, like that was filling my cup, but not with me. It was external from guys, whatever, dating, like getting guys to validate me and fill that cup. That's not right. I had to fill that myself. And once I filled that myself and I was like, I'm worthy and I don't need anyone to validate me. Guess what happened? A month later, I met my current boyfriend. And he also was on a retreat. And it's really funny, we met on a retreat in, in Turkey and in Bodrum. And we were both vibrating at the same high frequency. Like he didn't need anyone to fill his cup and I didn't need anyone to fill, fill my cup. And what happened? We didn't end up dragging, like dragging each other and like pulling from each other's cups. And like, because we both had our cups full and we were both like up here. So that's what I would recommend. Like try and work on yourself to the point where you don't need anyone to fill your cup. We don't need anyone to validate you. And then you'll meet someone and then you can go back into the dating world and then you will be healed. And it takes time. Trust me, it takes time. It's not going to take two months, it's not going to take three months, it might take more, depending on how heartbroken you are. But you will get through it, I promise you. And you'll be so grateful. I'm so grateful for my heartbreak. And I hope that one day you'll come back to this episode and you'll be like, shit, like she was right. You know, like that heartbreak made me the person who I am today. And I'm so grateful for the person who I am today and I wouldn't want to be anyone else. And you're gonna love yourself. And then you're gonna attract someone in the future who's gonna appreciate you for who you are and you're gonna have an amazing relationship. But yeah, those are like in a nutshell, how the steps of how to get through heartbreak and how I got through heartbreak. I'm sure we'll delve deeper into this in more episodes, but that's just kind of like a rundown of how I did it and how you can do it too. And I hope this really, I really, really, really hope this helps you because I wish I had someone telling me this when I was going through it. So I hope that this advice can get you through it. Um, thank you so much for listening. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, King of Hearts listeners, it's Cam and my wife Taryn from the Staying Up podcast. Don't you just miss the good old days? Like when we couldn't get legally married? Well, no, obviously not that part. But I mean, when you just have sleepovers with your best girlies all the time. I mean, yeah, sleepovers are the best. You're staying up late, you're talking hot goss, mm -hmm. and you pour your little baby heart out before maybe having a little moment under the covers. Oh, mm -hmm. whoa. Well, lucky for us, we get to do that every night. But once a week, we invite you to join in. So tune in every week to Staying Up, where we drink up, cozy up, and stay up. We'll see you there.